the 2015 Spooky Flicks Fest, and this episode are dedicated to the memory of legendary filmmaker Wes Craven. In this episode of the 2015 Spooky Flicks Fest, Joel Peter Darrell and special guest Heath remember Space Invaders from 1990. We're moving from the city back to the country. But we're definitely keeping it in the comedy horror vein. Okay, okay, I can hear you. Tonight's putrid tale isn't really horror at all. But it does take place on All Hallows Eve. That's right. It's Halloween night and the local radio station is re-airing Orson Welles' classic radio play, The War of the Worlds. When it originally aired in 1938, this famous hoax created real widespread panic among the masses. This time around, though, the broadcast is picked up by inept alien invaders. These wannabe conquerors believe the broadcast is real and that their kind is succeeding in taking over the Earth. They could have realized the truth a lot sooner. That is, of course, if they weren't such spaced invaders. So, sit back and prepare yourself for in-depth analysis, profound insights, ridiculous tangents, and spoilers galore. And if you've never seen Spaced Invaders, then beware, because here there be spoilers. You've been warned. <laughs> For years, scientists have speculated that there was intelligent life in outer space. Now comes definitive proof that there is no such thing. Come on, open this baby up. Let's see what you'll do. Hit it, Blasney! Now, five misguided Martians have landed in Big Bean, Illinois. Come on, let's kick some Earthling butt. Looks like you hit something. On Halloween night. Prepare to die, Earth scum! <laughs> Maybe later. Have fun, boys. They think they're wearing Halloween costumes. What a bunch of morons! Perhaps a taste of this death row. Perhaps I'll just have to remove those little heads of yours. And now they're up to their antennas in... What did I step in? You know how bad that's gonna smell? In trouble. There are five of us and four billion of them. I know you boys. They're my cousins from California. Oh. I caught you going 3,000 miles per hour. There goes my insurance. They're not really bad. They're just stupid. Join Captain Victor. I said prepare to die, Earth Scum. Lieutenant Blasney. I thought this was a bad idea. Blue Droid, the robot slave. And now, in Mom's gonna hear about this. And all their spaced out friends. Oh, how pretty. As they take off on an adventure that's not quite out of this world. Who taught you to drive, you moron? Spaced Invaders. We did win, didn't we? We will jump right into it, and of course, uh, as you heard in the intro, we are joined uh, by, by, of course, Daryl and Peter, as always, as always, gentlemen, 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 yes. gentlemen, gentlemen, and yes. and we are also uh, joined by the wonderful Heath, who I believe Heath, your last episode was the almost uh, as equally awesome license to drive. 
Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was uh, uh, one that I watched many times, and this one particularly, I actually didn't remember a single thing from seeing huh. it back in the day. So well, very we'll find out, experience, and we'll find out if that's a good thing or a bad thing momentarily. <laughs> uh, so yes, with uh, License to Drive, I also believe that was the episode where I thought I'd get cute and record with all these different people at separate times, and then edit it all together. And as you notice, that was the last time. An episode like that went up uh, because that was a lot of work and uh, I'm not doing that again anytime soon. So, yes, we are going to be talking spaced invaders. Die, Earth scum. You'd think I'd have that queued up, but I don't. So, I know. I did actually, I I think I I, I blew my my sound clip wad with once bitten, gentlemen. That was. (laughs) And I will say for anybody that. Came into the Spooky Flicks Fest this year thinking, oh, this is cool. Okay, some like horror thing these guys do. I'm pretty confident that the movie before this and this one are going to destroy any <laughs> illusions you had of that being accurate. Uh, yeah, this, well, th- we did the Changeling, so. Okay, we did the Changeling. Yeah. Uh, Midnight yeah. Hour? I, yeah, yeah, I don't think you, yeah. I think you'd be yeah. hard-pressed to call that true horror. I mean, it's got horror elements to it. Um, Changeling is the last one, I think. Oh, it's well, Silver Bullet. I mean, well, everybody hated yeah, on Silver yeah. Bullet, but I'm just kind of. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it has a horror. I would say it's a horror movie. Maybe yeah. horror light, but still horror. Okay. Yeah. Well, except for the kid getting killed and the mother with the. And the woman getting, yeah, the, uh, the pregnant mother getting butchered. Other than that, it was about. And the, the guy and getting impaled. That, yeah. Yeah, it was. Well, it was yeah, yeah, well, in part, yeah, well. Yuck, yuck uh, although Heath, you'll appreciate yeah. this. Uh, Dave, yeah. Dave, uh, Dave Umbricht, who was on, also on the License to Drive episode, that, he, that was also his first episode on since then. Ah. And he came to the conclusion that apparently I'm only going to stick him with Corey Haim movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, next up, dream yeah. a little dream. Wow. So, that yeah. Was, uh, yeah, it's a, a very interesting film, that Silver Bullet. Yeah, I've sort of, it's, it's a comedy almost, isn't it? I don't know how you found it very funny, but uh, I sort of uh, I remember laughing at that movie a lot. It was uh, a great comedy, I think. Yeah, I, 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 a lot of un- unintentional comedy. Oh, uh, absolutely. Although yeah. I don't know. I think I read a couple things afterwards that where people came to the conclusion that King was almost doing they, – their, their theory was, anyway, that it was meant to be satirical and, and a parody of sorts. Uh, mm. And I, and considering he wrote the screenplay, and as we concluded, that would have sort of been the heyday of, let's just say, his Coca-Cola habit. <laughs> Take off the cola. And, yeah, uh, drank a lot of that. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. so it's very – it's feasible he meant for it to be at least somewhat humorous. Intentionally yeah. humorous. But well, that said, you can say that. Yes. That said, so this is the penultimate episode. And yes, I'm using that word correctly. <laughs> it does not mean the ultimate ultimate, as I may have thought for many, many years until I realized it meant the second to last. So this is the <laughs> penultimate episode. Let me pause by saying, audience, you should know a pattern. If Joel talks a lot about everything except the movie in the beginning, <laughs> that means he did not like this movie. Why would I'm you? Why would you? Jump to such a foregone conclusion. I have not mentioned the movie yet. Oh, oh, that's right. We're covering Space Invaders. See? From 1990. I know you. I know what's going on. 1990. (laughs) I did did not almost fall asleep twice, and I I did not lament the fact that I wasn't getting to finish season one of The Strain. (laughs) <laughs> while, while watching Space oh, Debate. I, I, I am not going to say that. So I, I do want to throw out there, uh, do, does anybody have a synopsis prepared? I mean, you said notes and notes, Heath, so not to completely put you on the spot. Oh, uh, well, I, I, if, I if not, do have... If not, you do? You have a synopsis? Like 
Well, no, no, I don't actually have anything prepared, but okay. uh, I could have a go. Okay, let's go. Improv. Prepared. Let's improv this, because I was okay. just going to read off Mdaba, So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, pretty much it's a story about five aliens uh, who mistakenly think that there is an invasion of Earth uh, after hearing a broadcast of Orson Welles' War of the Worlds, mm-hmm. and they come to this small town of Big Bean, and pretty much... Wait, wait, just pause yeah. it there. Big Bean, Illinois... He, just, oh, of course. Just, just, yeah, just it was ripe for fart jokes, and there was none. I was a little disappointed. Sorry, that's true. Yeah. Well, it was very G-rated, I guess. It really was very, very yeah. family very, friendly. Very yeah, but, but, and but, but pretty much they stage. <laughs> they pretty much staged the worst ever, most inept alien invasion I've ever seen on film. Pretty much, and just wander around pointlessly for um, yeah. about an hour this, or so. By the way, who did yeah. this? <laughs> What's that? What did you say? What did you say, Daryl? Who picked this one? I thought it was you. Just, no, 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 no. no. Huh? You yeah, picked I don't well. Do see, that. well, Derek, do, okay. Well, you picked munchies. Yes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you picked, Big so, Bean, so, Illinois. Yeah, that's yeah. all, Peter. I'll love it if that's all you say for the rest of the episode. We'll go an hour and a half, and every <laughs> oh, once in a while, we'll just hear oh, Peter wait. go, "Big I'll, Bean." I'll add one more word. Really? <laughs> there. <laughs> So Heath, were you? Were you uh, I did, we completely derailed your synopsis. Yeah, well, well oh, oh, I guess also, I guess townspeople get mixed up, and uh, Ariana Richards from Jurassic Park is sort of the main yeah. sort of human who encounters uh, the aliens. And yeah, it's pretty much a very, very family friendly film. I was surprised at how just how G rated it was actually, because yeah. uh, I expected films from this era to have a bit more of an edge to it. But this is very uh, family friendly uh, humor and. Uh, yeah. Yeah, wasn't expecting that. Well, and, and it's funny you bring that up because in the States, at least, again, according to Imdaba, they have it rated PG. And being mm-hmm. that it's a 1990 PG, I contemplated watching it with my kids, but then I was like, I couldn't remember. I, like you <laughs> said, I didn't remember enough to say, uh, is this going to be one of those movies where I'm going to be having to explain a lot of stuff and I don't want to? So nope. uh, it really wasn't. I mean, it's I, I think it's PG maybe because they said damn a couple times. and. Oh, uh, I, I, was, I was really trying to figure out why else this thing would be PG. <laughs> it really yeah. wasn't. Well, they have an different. alien talking like Jack Nicholson. Oh, there is. The, yes, that's true. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah, I definitely want to discuss that. <laughs> so Patrick, Patrick Reed Johnson directed this movie. And yes. his name was very familiar to me. But as I went through his uh, his page on IMDb, He's known for Dragonheart, which is probably, I would say, his biggest... Yeah, he's a writer of that one. Did, did he direct mm. it as well or just write it? I just no, wrote it. He no, just wrote that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay, so he wrote that one. He also directed Baby's Day Out, which yes. if I'm not I'm not mistaken, did John Hughes have something to do with that or did he have nothing yes. to do? He did? Okay, so yes, I thought... He did so. write it, yeah. Okay, so that's one of those... Funny. That's when, that, when Hughes was in the whole uh, Curly Sue, uh, post-Home Alone flubber you know i'm basically just cashing in a whole lot of really awesome checks from disney if i remember correctly in a way sort of home alone sort of ruined his career in in a a way because it kind of he just kept remaking that after that sadly it was kind of he didn't never really did anything different yeah home alone after that was such a mega hit i guess it was almost like he figured hey i got that all that awesome artistic stuff out of my system let's go ahead (laughs) yeah oh it's sad yeah he didn't do some of the 80s stuff in the into the 90s yeah. And to your point of it being sad, I, I'm personally, the, the saddest thing to me is that Curly Sue is his last directorial effort, not Uncle Buck. Because mm. while Uncle Buck's yeah. not perfect, 
It's may, way more Hughesian to me. Now, I haven't seen Curly Sue in a long time, but as I recall, Uncle Buck watched, is way uh, more. Yeah, I watched Uncle great. Buck uh, a couple of months ago. So Yeah. I remember loving that movie, so that'd be yes. nice. We'll like it, it, yeah, it held up. Yeah. yeah you, you love it. Amazing. You love it. Why, Daryl? Because of John Candy. Oh, John Candy. And I had oh, I, I may or may not have had the hots for the older the, the ones that are real uh, shit heel to him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dead inside. She really was, but 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 to, to our discussion, she's also a brunette, and yeah, yeah. dead inside yeah. and a brunette. Yes. We discussed this. Yes. yes. So, <laughs> uh, uh, please send all your your lovely hate mail to Daryl at. Why? I didn't say she was dead. I just said dead inside. Dead okay. inside. This is true. Yeah. Okay. So he also did uh, when good ghouls go bad, and I love a good pun. So that was fun, uh, and and he did, and it rhymed. It did. It did. Like a good pun, so that was fun. <laughs> and I like rhymes, apparently. Big Dr. Seuss fan here. So Spaced Invader <laughs> was was his directorial debut and his writing debut, according to IMDb. Hmm. So there's that. Yes. And, uh, okay, so next episode of Spooky Flicks Fest. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking. So anybody have anything else you want to add about Patrick Reed Johnson? There's one thing specifically, though, I... Knew him for oh, actually two things technically that I, his name was more recognizable to me from than I, any of the movies I mentioned. Did, did anybody have anything else on him? No, no. He was sort of one of those that he did have a familiar name, but when I looked him up, I'm like, oh, okay, he hasn't really done all that much, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know where. I, I guess maybe it was from Dragonheart. Yeah, that I might have seen his name. His career is not very, very uh, substantial. Mm. No, not not prolific, not prolific. Oh. Um, but it's funny. I when I first saw his name, now there was a couple other guys. That had the last name Johnson that were in special effects. Okay. Um, is it uh, Steve Johnson? Um, oh, and there's another guy that I'm completely brain farting on. Uh, and the, 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 so I thought he was an effects guy. Now, I'm partially right, though. His work in special effects, the two main things were ones that, one of which I loved ridiculously when I was younger. And, and we have covered uh, oh so long ago because it was Grooms and myself, uh, Mr. Jason, that we covered it was Dead Heat. He, oh, yes, he worked yeah. in yeah an, animation. Yeah, he had a lot of credits for Dead Heat. He was mm. soundtrack. He apparently was the writer of the song Dead Heat. He ah. was the second <laughs> unit director, assistant director, animation department, and special oh. effects. Yeah, well, the special effects cool. of that were pretty good. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I remember I mean, loving that. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, they were. And he was also the visual effects coordinator and miniature the miniature construction. And it says uh, for Perpetual Motion Pictures is the name of the uh, company. I guess he worked with was for Warlock. The Julian Sands. Damn, they saved in on pay, paychecks in that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm not, I, I like Dead Heat, so I'm not... Uh, no, I'm talking about... Yeah, but what about Warlock? Do you remember Warlock? Uh, yeah, I, I do, okay. but I didn't care for it that much. I, You know what? I think I got Warlock... Because wasn't there a controversy with Warlock? It was supposed to come out before, and it didn't, it's, and they it, held it, it back. It, it, it's feasible. It's I think it was, and I I remember. I think I saw a screening for the original version. I think okay before it was pulled back or something. It's possible. Now it was directed, uh, proving Daryl's point yet again. Warlock, <laughs> not the movie we're covering, was directed by Steve Miner. Right? Everybody knows Steve Miner. Mm-hmm. No. Friday, yeah, yeah. Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, two. Oh, okay. Two, yeah, two and three, and he uh, oh, yeah. was. I, I know he was involved with the first one, um, and he. I know he did like Placid. He did eight. No, oh, did he direct H two O? He did. Didn't I'm he? pretty sure he did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've always been a fan of his. Uh, David uh, Twohey 
was the writer of Orlock. He did. Uh, he worked on The Fugitive, Chronicles of Riddick, uh, Pitch Black, which I, I'm like the only person that's like not that crazy about that movie. A lot of people love that movie. I'm just, I remember not liking what? it that much. I, don't, I saw it in the theater. It's the last time I saw it, and I remember not liking it. Pitch Black? Yeah, Pitch Black. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I'm that guy. So that's, <laughs> so Patrick, bringing it back to Patrick Reed Johnson, uh, he worked, at least worked on a couple movies that are near and dear to my heart. So uh, uh, cast, you remember, you, you mentioned Ariana Richards, who mm-hmm. is probably best known for her role as Lex in Jurassic Park. She was also a little girl in Tremors. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. I remember from that. Yeah. I, I mean, seriously, if the girl did nothing else in life, she did, and she had a small, I mean, very, almost a cameo in Lost World, but she was in Jurassic Park and Tremor. Seriously, like, done. Okay. Yeah. I could pack pretty, it in. It's pretty good. Now, I realize that from a actor who wants to make money and, you know, living doing it, that's probably not very good, but I'm just saying that for a, <laughs> for a fanboy, I'd be happy with that. So. And she's a painter today, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we did something, we talked about something else with her in it. Yeah. And, and we wound up, she retired and she's painting and, you know, doing well for herself, I think. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. She, and must she, have, she must have spent her money right. Oh, it's interesting because yeah. it shows her last credit as, and I have not seen Tremors 3. I did see Tremors 2. I remember, I don't remember much about it. Mm-hmm. I do remember seeing it. Tremors 3, I never did see. And it has her on there and from 2001. And then she didn't do anything. For 12 years, excuse me, I'm going to belch. Uh, for 12, 12 years, in 2013, she was in Battle Dogs, which totally sounds like a Siffy movie. Uh, let's see. Yeah, based on that poster, I'm pretty darn sure it could have been. <laughs> so Okay. Yeah, because uh, she went back to school. Oh, huh? good. Good for in, her. In, That's awesome. In 93. She has grown into a lovely, lovely young woman, says the yes. guy who is only three years older than her. So... <laughs> So yeah, uh, no. So, there, but what I found interesting is, did you guys notice it said introducing? Yes, mm. introducing mm. Ariana Richards, which this movie came out in '89. I'm thinking, wait a minute, now Tremors came did, out. Yeah, she did. I don't know, four or five movies before this. Well, according to her her uh, her IMDb credits, she did. But what's interesting is Tremors' release date is before Space Invaders. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. But. If you looked, I, I actually stayed to the end of the credits. I just had a feeling they would show something at the end, and I don't think they did, unless I completely missed it. Uh, at the very end of Space Invaders, the copyright date is 89. They did, it wasn't 90. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering if this is one of those, they made oh, it, okay. finished yeah. it, but probably some distribution problem, and it didn't probably. go out. But even then... No, I, I'd phased out by that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I that well. uh, uh, but, but that being said, regardless of that, yeah. in 89, now, unless this movie was done way early in 89, she was also in Prancer, and it wasn't just like, you know, girl in background, it was as a named character. So I would argue that's probably more of her introducing resin. She was also in I'm Gonna Get You, Sucker. I love mm. that movie so much. Uh, yeah, because she played uh, uh, look, look, one of the kids. Uh, oh, the bean! Was she one of the, the bean pie family? Yes, remember? remember oh, the Brady, that's it right. From the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Uh, the, oh. Well, it was like, always, well, yes. Well, oh, that's right. Yeah, they come in and they got their they got their was it the dashiki or whatever on? And yes, can we can we offer you a bean pie? <laughs> He said that's what destroyed the black the, the Black Panthers. They yeah. all got covered chops. <laughs> so just just side note, we're not covering. I'm going to get you, sucker, but we're still talking uh, about it. So. She was in that. She was in an episode of Golden Girls and My Sister Sam. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. 
So, yes, uh, she did have many credits, actually, before a couple yeah. TV movies. So I'm not really sure why they put introducing, but they did. So there it is. Like, maybe mm-hmm. it's because her first starring role. Probably. Uh, yes. probably. Yeah, yep. she kind of was a star in a way. It she had a movie. resume because there wasn't many people on there that had much of a resume. Well, her and Ducky. Uh-huh. Her and Ducky. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, a, basketball I'm player. a duck. Is he really? What? He what? was. After this, he, he became a, a basketball player. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh wow. okay. Okay. He only yeah, acted in a few things. He did a, a yeah, few like four. roles as a kid, and then, yeah. He was like J.J. J. J. Anderson. Yes. Yeah, Casper Four was his credits. last one. Yeah. Okay. Four I all remember him from Casper. So. Okay. Uh-huh. Small part. Yeah. Uh, professional basketball player. Well, the in only the other... The, the old, that, wow, I had no idea. I was going to actually ask if anybody knew what happened to him, so thank you for covering that up. Or cover, yeah, covering played, that up uh, like it was some kind of conspiracy. <laughs> Thanks for covering that up, Daryl. <laughs> he was a power forward, but they didn't say what team, which is weird. Okay. He must have been like a 9-5-er to five-er, uh, player. Oh, okay. So, should have kept it beak. Okay, he should have played, played with that. Everybody would have remembered. That would totally remember. He was the beak guy. Yeah, that's right. He was a standout with that duck thing. That was fun. <laughs> it, it was, that was actually, I liked that character. I did. I did like that. that. Was, he was yeah. good, actually. Yeah. He said, I just want some candy. Like, y'all messing up my stuff. <laughs> I, I, I love that little bit of a speech thing he had, too, where, mm-hmm. you know, he's like, I'm a cock. <laughs> it's sort of like a Daffy Duck sort of. Speech pattern. Uh, the only other two people in this, and I'll mention the most, the more famous one last. But the the first one that I immediately noticed. But she's she's lit, you, we talk about the guy who was in that thing. She's the gal who was in that thing, and that is uh, Patrika Darbo or Patrika. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you pronounce. It looks like it should be Patricia, but it's, according to IMDb, it's P A T R I K A. So I'm going to go with Patrika or Patrika or. Patrika, whatever. Uh, she is the red-haired lady, the the soccer mom that drives them around and gets really flustered. Yeah. And I, what was that? She's bossy. She was. Yeah. yeah, she was bossy. Did you guys recognize her from anything? Because she's very memorable. She did shows. I've, I've, she did TV. Didn't she do quite a bit of TV? Yes, she did. A lot That's of TV. What, as soon as I saw her face, I remember her. She was basically mm-hmm. what... What in Hollywood you would say was she would be the she played the the character the overweight mother or wife or something she played a lot of those characters that type that they they usually had her play the wife or the mother mm-hmm. or whatever and they would make yeah. jo- and then be the joke and she would you know. and her voice sounded really really uh, familiar too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes yes well and it's funny because she's one of those actresses that. I always have to take a second and pause, and I don't remember the act- the other actress I'm thinking of. I don't remember her name, but the one who plays the secretary in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, and she's the ah, yes. she's the uh, what what is it? Ad McClure. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah I I think it's obviously it's the it's the uh, the look and the red hair and all that together. Mm-hmm. Um, and and they both have not quite a high pitched voice, but it's it's got that's that kind of you betcha kind of. Yeah, yeah, they both play the type. That, yeah, that midwestern that, yeah. mom. Yeah, right. So yeah, but but she was in a lot of movies, and she was in Dutch. So it's a movie that we covered the uh, the okay. Willies. Remember when we covered the Willies way back when? Yep. But the thing that I always remembered her from was there was an episode of Roseanne where Dan, played by John Goodman, is having about fantasies about oh he's having yes. dreams, and Rose gets all jealous, and it turns out it's her. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I, for some reason, I've always remembered that, and I don't know why. Uh, and yeah, she's in the Willies. I think I said that Dutch. She's been in. A, I mean, she's got a ton of credits. So, oh yeah, a lot of and stuff. Still, you just mentioned Dutch twice and Willies twice. Yes, but yet, but yet, the the woman <laughs> has done eighty at least eighty six things, and I, that's yeah. all I'm mentioning uh, are those two things. Yeah, well, she was in. Um, uh, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I was okay. Thinking. Yep. Yep. Okay. And um, she did uh, Speed too. I mean, it's not a great ah, thing. Yeah. Cruise uh, Control. Yeah. By the way, if you're <laughs> going to make an action movie and your subtitle is Cruise Control, you know the thing you use on a vehicle when you just want to yeah. kind of sit back, relax, and yeah. go at a steady yeah. clip like the speed limit. Probably mm. not a good call. Well, you know that was one. That was still a time when they probably were in a room and they did the. <laughs> what are we going to do well, for the sequel? Yeah. It was awful. It was oh, a, I hated that movie so much. I hated it so much. Let's put him on a boat. I mean, yeah, he was on a it bus did. where it had room for him to go places and travel. Yeah, mm. let's just put him on a boat. You know, one, a, a big it's boat a where you could technically jump off and just yes. you know, yeah, you might die, but your chances of dying are a lot less than if you're jumping off a bus going 55 miles an hour. Right. This is, by the way, not the speed episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, jumping into a pavement headfirst would hurt. Jumping headfirst into water would quite hurt that much. So, well, yeah, I think the, yeah. I guess I guess you could get into the whole thing on a, on a big cruise ship like that. That it could pull you under. I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen. But, but yeah, well, I think but, the pavement would hurt. More. I think the lack of story pacing and uh, that, general yeah. giving a crap of anybody involved was probably the bigger that problem. Would actually hurt you more than the pavement. I think. I mean, because you, you could have just wrote a good story you of the guy that the lead. You know, who when they still had um, uh, what you call it. Oh, uh, Keanu? Before he left. Keanu Reeves. He could have just wrote it that he was a cop. He was a cop, and he just could have been going after another criminal. You could have. have to be the yeah. same premise. Yeah. It was the same gimmick, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It yep. just, uh, really, um, I mean, that was one of the smartest career moves I think Keanu ever made. Mm-hmm. Not to he read that paper. That he one. said, I'm not high. He said, they <laughs> no. might be high, but I'm not high. <laughs> yeah. I'm not yeah. that's, that's right. Cruise no. control, I'm off. Yeah, <laughs> he, he jumped really quick he jumped ship ah, i see what you did there i see okay so the next one and this is one that, this is a guy who is highly recognizable very very well-known character actor who has an awesome name royal dano yes he played the farmer mr wrench mueller wrench mueller and it, you know it's funny he's very recognizable i'm sure the guy did a ton of westerns he was actually in some some really decent stuff did a lot of tv okay Okay, did you know there was a From Here to Eternity TV series in 1980? Uh, you, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's that's something. So, but the things I he, actually, oh, I, I am proud to say. A, he was, yeah, he was in a Hitchcock movie. Which one? I didn't catch that. Trouble with Harry. Oh, he was, oh, I love that one. I know, me too. Did I watch that? That's great. This was Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, you should. Yeah, they, they, they keep digging, they keep digging and reburying the body, and it keeps yeah it keeps turning up. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, yeah, a, it's a very did, much man. a dark comedy. It's it's a true Hitchcock yeah, dark comedy. I think I do remember something like that. Yeah, and so so the thing is though the things I know him best from we're not we're because it's been a very long time since I've seen that so that was not what popped into my mind. But as soon as I went through his credits, I'm like, yep, that's what it's from. In House Two, the second story, he played yep. Gramps. Gramps. Yes, ah. that voice, that voice. Yep. Yeah, I yep. do. And I and I remember going to see that in the theater. I'm so, I'm very proud to say, no judging. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I like. I like. Killer clowns from outer space. Yes. Saw Hang that. on. Wait. 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 You've you've already done house. I first. Right? I did the first one. I never did the second one. 
Uh-huh. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. And and it was, we, oh, you know what? Technically, technically, that's a Halloween movie, too. Doesn't it have some it take place somewhat around Halloween? I think it does. I thought there was something in it. Yeah, there's, I think there's a part. Yeah, I think there's a dress up. Dang it! It might be. See, I Son should have added. I know. God, it's a long time. It's a whole. You know, year. we should we should do one day. We should we should. We're so not talking about this movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we should do like movies that have a lot of uh, sequels to it. They ended the house sequel. We should do one day. We should cover sequels. Oh yeah, yeah. Just the uh, yeah. We we'll see House Two and then House Three, which is actually uh, uh, the horror show with Lance Henriksen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they did not really nothing, nothing to do, and they completely changed yeah. the title. And then yep. House Four, where William Cat, I believe, come comes back. Come back to end it. I think. Kind of. There's a whole House Four. I don't. Yeah, there think is. I've seen I'm pretty. Sure. I'm almost a thousand percent. Ends sure. it I, because I remember oh. I were. That's what I remember about it more than I remember when I watched it. I don't even remember. What I don't know that I've happened. ever seen it. I just remember when but it came out. But he ended the story. It basically was he came back and they spoiler alert fulfilled whatever it was he was supposed to fulfill for the house, and his his, his character gets an ending. Huh. Okay. Yes. I still no house two. The second story, <laughs> and then right. uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space mentioned that he was Farmer yeah. Gene Green. Yeah, he was in the outlaw Josie Wales. Yes. Yeah. Uh, see, oh, you see, I, I, I so so all the m- good movies he was in. That's not what I remember him from. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you say. Killer Clowns is awesome. And then he was also in. Yeah. And I don't care who you are. I enjoy this movie. Ghoulies two. I actually like it way better than the first one because it takes place in a carnival, and I like carnivals. It's carnival settings. Ghoulies I too? never made it to the sequel. No, uh, I've, I've seen the original, but never made it. Yeah, the, to the, the original is really not. I mean, the, I think the problem with the original, is, as I recall, is it's just boring in parts. Like it just really drags. Ghoulies right. too is just this. It's almost like it, it, by that point they they know what they're do, doing. They know what they got. It's got more of the munchies vibe, where it's just ridiculous, and they know it's ridiculous, so they're just mm-hmm. going with it. Uh, and I think in that one, he actually does pop out of a toilet, a la the. Co- via the B- VHS cover art of oh, the original where yeah. it never actually happened in the movie. In right. the second one, it actually happens, as I recall. Yeah, I think <laughs> sitting on the toilet and Royal Dano popping out of it would freak me out, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, he, plays yeah. Uncle, he plays Uncle <laughs> Ned in, in Ghoulies 2. Okay. So those are the things I remember him from because that would have been right there in that era when I was starting to get into, you know, dip my toe into to the horror pool because I was, you know, 10, 11, you know, ish, 12 years old and starting to get into stuff and that was a little, little more mild. That yeah, voice, man. Oh, yeah, he's got yeah, a very distinct voice. Right. Yeah. I like it. Really cool. Yeah. So there's yeah. one I, I did not know she... I don't remember her being in it, but she. But I know her character from other things. Like, she did a lot of soap operas Who's this? back in the day. Uh, her, Tanya Lee Williams. Okay. I think she was... Was, she, was she the other. lady when they, when, they, when they came up towards... Not the end, because that's the other thing I want to discuss eventually, yeah. you know, when we actually talk about this movie, now that we're almost 30 minutes in. Um, okay. <laughs> So, uh, is is was she the lady when they were having the party outside that VFW uh, post or whatever it was, and the sheriff comes up to ver- to, to prove that yes, what Royal Dano and and the uh, deputy are saying is true, and there's all the the people who are waiting, I guess, to go into the party were standing there, and I think she was, I can't remember what she was dressed as, but there was a, a young lady, and she's sort of in, she doesn't really have, she has a couple lines, but they're sort of said with everybody else. I think it's it's her. Okay. I, I really like I did zone out at some of this movie. Okay. So I I don't remember. <laughs> like when I saw the I'm looking at the credits and I'm like I know her because she I know her from different things she's been on. 
Yeah, well, she popped out be- to me because you know, I was like, oh, she's pretty. And like, they, but they didn't, I mean, she just kind of stands uh, there. Yes, and, number one, that was why. Yes, yes. Okay. So, Big Bean, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> let's just get this out of the way now. Yes, let's do it. Uh, really. yeah. Let's dig in. I'm, yes. I'm really, I, you know, I, I recently was listening to an, an episode. Actually, uh, it was uh, uh, Doug McCoy covered Silver Bullet, and I didn't want to listen to it beforehand. I wanted to listen to it after just to hear you what you just did again. Yeah, so I, I am bringing it. I am connecting it to the Spooky <laughs> Flicks Fest, though. So, but no, I, he had he had this thing where he brought up the fact that the the town was called Tarker Tarker's Mill or whatever it was in Silver Bullet. Tarker's Mills, yeah, yeah. And in this, in and in so many of these movies, they always have these town like you know Grover's Bend, Tarker's Mill. They always have two words, and uh, like yeah. he, he said, the possessive. Uh, and, and this is similar. You got Big Bean, Illinois. That re- is, is that a real place? Because is. if it is, I'm going there. <laughs> to see if they actually have a big bean that they named it after? And you're just yeah. going to let one rip as soon as you get inside the borders. That's the first thing. <laughs> you have Peter, to. Just, Peter, yeah. crosses, Peter will cross the city limit line, pull over to the side of the road, get out. Yeah. I've been get saving out. this up for hours. <laughs> Do you realize we have more fart jokes so far in the first 30 minutes of this show than the entire movie did? And it was called, it was in a town called Big Bean. Not because, one. Well, yeah. it was so. It a kid said, but it's a kid centric movie. Yeah. You'd think there'd be a couple yeah. fart jokes. Yeah. I know. We need it. We need the fart jokes more than the kids. All right. Let's get into it. Heath. Yes. Do you want to be put on the spot and be the first to go with, with your feelings and thoughts on this movie? Or do you do you want to do you want to throw it to one of them so you can see uh, how mean spirited they can be? Uh, well, what? <laughs> see, I I didn't like munchies. Wow. <laughs> I've never, I've never, well, actually, I did hear the Munchies episode, and uh, yeah, it doesn't really fill me with confidence to go and watch it again. I've got to say. <laughs> what? It wasn't what? We've done our job. Uh, <laughs> it scared me off it a bit. I remember that one back from the day, too, but I don't remember a single thing about it. But I remember watching this back in 1990 when it came out on video, and I watched it back in the day, and literally watching it this time, I could not remember a single thing about it. I, I don't remember it. Literally not one thing, apart yeah. from the fact that maybe I remembered that, yeah, Ariana Richards was in it only vaguely because, uh, yeah, she went on to bigger and better things, I guess, than the year up, the couple of years after. But, mm-hmm. yeah, watching it again, I'm like, I've never, I felt like I'd never seen this movie and I have seen it before. So <laughs> it's just one of those films. But it, well, I mean, and, and the thing that surprised <laughs> me too, it had a big uh, studio behind it. It was a Touchstone movie. It wasn't like it was this little independent film. It was a like a Disney movie for all for all intents and purposes, I guess. And yeah, it looked like it had a little bit of money behind it, but um, yeah, uh, it was completely forgettable back in the day. But um, what you get this time. Uh, I, I didn't hate it. It was. It, I, I tried to pretend that I was a kid watching it. I guess you mm-hmm. know. I think you have to put yourself in that mindset of being like ten years old and watching it, and mm-hmm. you know, just going with the vibe of it. I wanted to love it, but it was a chore to watch at times. <laughs> I think it was a bit of hard work sometimes. Yeah, I, and uh, according according to IMDb, its budget, which I'm trying to think in eighty, because well, if it came, if the copyright was eighty nine. And let's just assume they actually shot it early 89 and finished up. Although probably not. They probably shot it in 88. But in those dollars, it cost, according to the budget, it was $3 million, which seems low to me. That, yeah, it looked better than that. I must yeah, admit. I, yeah, I, yeah. Looked- I, I mean, and, it, and, accord, and again, according to the, bo- uh, the box office numbers, it made about $15.3 in the U.S. So, Uh-oh. which if it only cost $3 million to make, 
That's actually not bad. Yeah, I would argue that's pretty darn good. (laughs) Not bad. Yeah. It actually went to direct a video in Australia. Oh, really? We've never got a cinema release over here. So um, I always thought it was a flop. Usually films that went direct to video over here meant that it had a a really terrible uh, theatrical release in America. So that's surprising to hear that it made so much because, uh, yeah, um, usually that sort of money. I wonder what was playing when this came out, that week it came out. Released on VHS here too. So oh, was it really? Mm-hmm. So what yeah, you're saying yeah. is is what you're saying is uh, the people in charge of this movie really had a hate for the United States and thus released this theatrically. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I'm it's, just kidding. It's, it's, a, it's a I don't know. It's a smaller movie, uh, mm. kids oriented. So they they most of them were released. I mean, on VHS here in Sweden. So. Mm. I don't think they they felt hatred directly, Joel. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I just I'm I'm a little paranoid. Apparently, I think well, if they released that on us, dang it! All right. So according to the site, thenumbers.com, mm-hmm. since this movie uh, was, according to IMDb, released April twenty seventh, nineteen ninety, around that same time in theaters. Okay. We would have had, let's see here. Oh, Crazy People came out on April 11th, so that would have been in theaters. Remember Crazy People with Dudley Moore? He's a lot I do, I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what would have taken it down a couple pegs. Ernest Goes to Jail, because that was <laughs> that came out on April 6th. Uh, oh, yeah. the the first <laughs> power, the Lou, the, remember the first power with Lou Diamond Phillips? That came out April 6th. I remember going I to see it. Yeah. Uh, let's yeah. see. I remember that I movie. I haven't that in a long time. Let's see here. Uh April 27th. Uh, okay, The Guardian. Ah, there. Look at that. Oh, Peter yeah, tying yeah, it into stuff we yeah. talked about in the past. We, we mentioned this before. Yeah. Uh, Q&A. Yes. Which I vaguely remember. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Nick Dalton movie. And uh, Wild Orchid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. Okay. That says a lot. Now, the numbers has its yeah. its budget at $3 million. Again, Space Invaders. And it's interesting because that month, that's the only movie it shows the budget for. Maybe it's because they got it from uh, Internet Movie Database. I don't know. Probably. But yet, the <laughs> but the amount it shows it grossing was $13 million, like 13.4, basically. So a couple mil less, but still way more than its budget. So it cleared. Oh, yeah. yeah. did well. It was a hit. I made it uh, back. Uh, yeah, fairly big hit. Four times its budget. You can't argue with that. And presumably some of these other movies would have been in theaters, like say back in, in going into March. It's so amazing to think this is what would have been theaters. Hunt for Red October, mm-hmm. uh, House Party, Joe versus the Volcano, which is odd because see, in my mind, I think of House Party coming out later than Joe versus I the sure Volcano. I do. I do. That's weird. Do. Blind yeah. Fury, Blue Steel. Look at that. The month before. Mm-hmm. Oh, Peter. Yeah. Lord of the Flies, the remake of that. Nuns on the Run. Yeah. <laughs> there were yeah. boobies in that movie. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Pretty Woman. Yeah. Pretty Woman came out. <laughs> that was. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl's favorite movie ever. There's a, it says um, there's a one called A Shock to the System. It has it listed as comedy, but uh, and I'm not thinking of Shocker. Because that came, I think, in eighty. No, not but, that. But, but it's a shock to the system. Wasn't there a horror movie called? Or no, you know what I'm thinking? Guilty as charged. That's the one I'm thinking of. Shock to the system. I have no idea what that is. Uh, Opportunity Knox. Is that the one with? Uh, I remember that. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. Yep. I think. Yeah. And, and that yep. same weekend, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles came out. Ooh. Wow. Ah. wow. Well, that was a massive hit. I think that was. Uh, yeah. yeah, it yeah, was a hit. Was yeah. See, theaters for months, that so one so. actually cost as much as Space Invaders made. It, it cost it thirteen point five million. It made one hundred thirty four million. 
Oh, yeah. In $1990. That ain't shabby. Well, you know what? I can see why Space Invaders did as well as it did, because there was nothing in the movies to take your kids to see. Really, there weren't. Like, going through yeah, this, no. there was not a lot of other... Well, okay. The cook, the thief, his wife, uh, his wife and her lover. <laughs> that, that, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. And Crybaby. Crybaby. Sure. Uh, oh, uh, Ernest Goes to Jail would have probably been the only other yeah. somewhat kid... Gods Must Be Crazy Part 2. Which I remember was the exact opposite of the original in that it was it, it was not good. <laughs> no, no, it didn't hold up. Marked for Death, the Steven Seagal movie came out in April. Oh, I love that movie. Wow. Yeah. So many good films. Sure yeah, no. I think you could take your kid to that. What, no. Marked marked, <laughs> marked for <laughs> Death? Well, <laughs> don't take your kids, fine. Yeah, cutting off all those people's heads and yeah. you know, get shot Steven up. Steven Seagal and... is marked for death. That's why I watched it. <laughs> well, of course. Was that the one with the, the like the Jamaican gang? Was that the yes? Yeah, okay, that was that one. Yeah, I always remember uh, Hard to Kill and Alfred Justice <laughs> were my favorite Seagal. Oh yeah, and I saw all of those for some reason back in the day. Yeah, I know, I, I did know. too. I, just, I don't know, I did yeah. too. <laughs> They're classic. A good friend here uh, who has all of Steven Seagal's movies. So. There you go. Have we ever covered a Steven Seagal? Never. I no. think Jason and I had talked about doing Above the Law, and we never did. How's the first one? Yeah, and I don't think I ever saw that one, or at least I don't really remember anything about you it. You never saw. Above I, think, the law? I think Above the Law may be the only one because Hard to Kill was his next movie, I think. And I remember from then on, I oh, saw all of them. Out of here. I don't think yeah, I ever saw Above the Law. Was good. You gotta get on that, that, sir. Yeah. yeah, I think actually that's the only one from that era I didn't see either. So yeah, for some reason I just missed that one. His first as long one. As yeah. Don't do the Eskimo one. Yeah, oh, God, undersea the only movie. I, well, I'm sorry. One of the only movies I've ever walked out of. Although to be fair, I stayed till the very end. But as soon as he started that monologue about the Earth is a precious jewel that we have to, uh-huh. do, I was like, I'm done. That's your fault for going to see it. I don't know why you thought. That I had to go to football. Pra- I actually went during a school day with my best bud at the time, and I remember I had to get to football practice, and I hated football practice. Hated it. First time I live in Florida, for God's sake, it's hot, yeah. and I, I was avoiding. It. I'm in an air cushion. I'm in my favorite place. The movies, and I literally could not wait to get to football practice. That's how much I hated that movie. It was bad. It looked bad. It was yeah. awful. Not a good one. It was one. awful. No. Was yeah. So, yeah. Space Invaders. There's a, there's a lot of other good <laughs> Steven Seagal movies. I did yeah. Air, they're at least air, very entertaining. Yes. Mm. I did air quotes yeah. when I said good. Yes. Yeah. But they're entertaining. That's, that's really yeah. the end of the day. What do, you, what do you want? Yeah. For sure. Great yeah. fight scenes. Yes. So, so speaking of so entertaining, space invaders. I also want to address something. So, the, so as you said, this is about these five inept aliens. They come to Earth. Now, I will say what I loved. I did write this down. I loved that they used the actual recording of Orson Welles' yes. radio play because I have yeah. it on CD, yeah. and uh, that is straight up like the beginning of it is exactly the same. It's, it would yeah. be dumb not to. Well, but let's yeah. be honest, dude. How many of these movies would? make a reference to something and then they kind of reenact it it sucks but this was yeah. verbatim it was exactly the same recording which makes i loved it, makes it a little bit highbrow a little bit very very, very little bit uh, <laughs> i actually liked the model work i know it looked a little cheesy in parts but yeah but yeah, i'm with you on that one yeah i, I like the that's 50 sci-fi vibe i mean you didn't see strange well, the beginning of it looked legit like yeah. a legit yeah. science fiction yeah film, like when they're doing the war stuff before he took those helmets off. Yeah. I liked the puppets themselves. I loved the... I actually think the alien head... I mean, for the time period and everything, I thought they looked good. Mm-hmm. I liked them. It did not annoy me. Nope. No, but the lip syncing, though, maybe was not all it could be. What, what are you trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. It was... Uh, I thought the design 
the design was great, but yeah, the lip syncing was yeah left a bit to be desired. I think. So what 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 do we think about the? What am I gonna do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lass, last me. Jack Nicholson alien. That's all I wrote. Yeah, it, I it was. Well, I call it Jack Nicholson trying to do Han Solo. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> didn't you see the Han Solo? It was a lot. That's of true. Oh, yeah, sure. There yeah. was that element. Yes. The. Yeah. It was. A oh, why didn't we the... mention the guy from Fall Guy? How dare we? Oh, was that <laughs> was that the main guy, <laughs> the sheriff? Yeah, yeah. Sam is yeah. the sheriff. Is yeah. the guy from Fall Guy? I was trying to remember who the hell he was from. That I was trying to remember, <laughs> and that's what yeah. it was from. Okay. Okay. You only matter because you were nearly majors. That's the only reason why he matters to me at all. Because he was almost Lee majors. Yeah, he was. He was near. Oh, Lee, near Lee majors. Lee okay. These he's almost. It's like he was going to replace him. What? Only reason he matters. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he was in Space Invaders as the sheriff. Yeah. What I said. I said he only matters. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we we so we have established nobody here really loved the Jack Nicholson impression. I will say I liked that the character. Wait, wait, wait! I kind of did though. Oh, you did? Okay. Because right. he was on so I, I got more. I did. I, I did. But I mean, obviously, he was doing this kind of "Hey, how you doing there?" Hey. Well, he was trying yeah. to do because based, Han Solo was kind of Jack Nicholson. Yeah, that, that's sort of the yeah, other like yeah, that yeah. roguish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Only because yeah, I recently watched horrible. it again. Yeah, and he was the only one who I actually didn't really want to be there. Oh, and I love yeah. that he seemed aware of how dumb they were. Yeah. yeah. He seemed yeah. very yeah. aware. Which was Han Solo. Yeah. That's like, That's oh, yeah. stupid. That's so Damn, I didn't think of that. I guess he was the only one that had a bit of personality, really, I guess, yes. too. At least he had the something to say. The ship breaking apart. Him. Like, it was so much of that. Even constantly the That's ship true. breaking apart and him trying to fix it. Even the mannerisms. Just Han Solo. It's yeah, only, I think so. And I only remember this because I recently have been rewatching. Return of the uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, that's the only reason if you, why. If you had said the prequels, I was actually going to have you uh, disconnected from the call. Yeah, <laughs> I punished myself. I said uh, I watched. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, he was he was in uh, the director of this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patrick Reed Johnson was in yeah. the documentary The Force Among Us. Hmm. And and Peter, what were you going to say? I think I know what you're going to say, but just in case, uh, he was in this one too. He did. Well, he directed a movie. Called five twenty five seventy seven, mm-hmm. which is the release date of Star Wars. And interesting side note: it starred John Francis Daly, who was in Freaks and Geeks and Bones, and went on to direct the New Vacation movie that I haven't seen, but I've heard is pretty much not great. Uh, okay, <laughs> so, pretty much. <laughs> uh, so, uh, but I, I mean, the fact that he made a movie. That's called the date release date of Star Wars. That is about an alienated, hopeful filmmaker, um, uh, Pat Johnson's epic story growing up in rural, you know, rural, rural Illinois. So obviously his neck of the woods, mm-hmm. uh, falling in love and becoming the first fan of the movie that changed everything. So he made a movie that's essentially a love letter to Star Wars. Oh. So I think saying that it reminded you of Han Solo. Good call, Daryl. <laughs> I think that may have been intentional. So they might have raised, the, huh? yeah, raised the movie a notch. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or half a notch. That's probably why I did not hate it. Like no. probably <laughs> the rest of you did. Because no, I... no, 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 no. We'll mm-hmm. get to that. Okay. Well, Joel did. Oh, know. how how do you? Yeah. You don't know. You don't know me. I do know. You don't know it took me. You too long. It took you too long to get into talking about the movie. Why? I know you. We're, hate we're it. almost uh, we're almost forty five minutes in this thing, and we are on track now. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't just Fine. talk about Star Wars for five minutes. We... 
No. <laughs> well, that went with the movie. Oh, that okay. To be count. fair. To be fair. Okay. So. Oh, just just one question. Sure. Uh, like uh, Heath kind of uh, uh, touched upon it. Blasney was the only guy who actually had a, a, a personality. Well, the guy, sorry, alien. <laughs> the, uh, I, I can, okay, the doctor is Ziploc because he had weird glasses. So, you know, that's the doctor. The captain, because, well, well, he said he was the captain. But the other two, I, I can't separate them. No, I, I'm sorry. Well, one, of them, one of them acted like, uh, Bridget, uh, what's the guy from the Naked Gun movies? Uh, Leslie Nielsen? No, uh, Leslie Nielsen? Yes, he okay. had that Leslie Nielsen thing because he was just like oblivious to everything. Sure. He just wanted to walk around and it just didn't, like nothing <laughs> which, bothered which him. Which one? Was that the, he was the game one game that wound up uh, imprisoning the the guy with the oh the mechanic guy oh, the gas mechanic. station guy yeah, he yes. was the one in charge but didn't do anything that one got hit by the truck oh, that, that was the captain captain yeah who got hit by the truck yeah <laughs> right captain Bipto right yeah, the one with captain, the British the, obli- the oblivious captain is what he was. Yes. yeah sort of had a British accent a little was bit was he the one mm-hmm. with the British yeah, yeah. that sort of weird accent yeah, yes that one right. yeah which. I don't know why they all had different accents, but uh, no, <laughs> anyway, they're from different regions on on Mars. Probably because oh, you were there, so, <laughs> so you could tell them apart. I think. Oh, true. Which, but it, which, yeah, anyway, it didn't. No. Uh, so, so I will say uh, one other little Star Wars connection to this movie. I did notice at the end the thank yous. <laughs> the, the he actually had thanked Douglas Trumbull, which well, that little robot was R two D two. You know that. Oh, it was totally R two D two. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, now, did Douglas Tomo worked on 2001, right? Did he have anything to do with... Because I know John Knoll, K-N-O-L-L, is also worked in the... Uh, I think it was the visual effects department in this movie, in Space Invaders. And I know he worked on Star Wars. Trumbull, I know he did... I know he was with 2001. Was he involved with Star Wars anyway? I always want to say he is, but I don't think he is. Not, not that I'm, I'm not cheating. Sure. I think, so. I think he might have been a director himself. By that time. Yeah, you're right. You may be right. It's Silent Running, I think he believe. I think he directed. And Back uh, to the so, Future, oh, The Ride. Oh. What? Run? <laughs> Back to the Future, The Ride. Ah. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Oh, what... I've done that. Yeah. yeah. I, I could. It makes me sick. You know, in, sick in 91, those. you know, when I was stateside. Close Encounters. That's why his name is ah, always yes. in my head. That's oh, And, oh, and that Blade I... Runner. And he worked on Blade Runner. Oh. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Star Trek, the motion picture. Hey, hey, hey. Dude, it's a snooze fest. And it's filled with bald people. I should be able to relate to it, but I'm telling you, man. You're talking to two Trekkies. Okay, who love... (laughs) Well, I thought it's... Wait, no, I thought it was Trekker. Don't Trekkies like to be called Trekker? No, I just know I love them all. I like like the one with the whales. I am totally that guy. I actually... You're that guy. That guy. I like that one, too. Uh, Hey, come on, it's 80s, man. Catherine Hicks is in it, right? It's it's good stuff. Yeah, but they didn't do anything. They saved the whales. Gracie and and whatchamacallit and Gracie they didn't do anything. They just I mean, I know she was pregnant and oh, you see you give me the nerd on the movie, I don't even like that much. <laughs> All right. So so okay, so back to Space Debaters. <laughs> At least we're keeping it in science fiction though. I'm proud of us for that. At yep. least. So uh, uh, back to the the story proper. I guess we should say. So these aliens are inept. They're rolling around. Um, early on, though, I did want to point out, did anybody else notice? Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, You know we do. Maybe yeah. maybe, oh. maybe in <laughs> Illinois the laws are different. But farmer, the farmer, was it Wrenchmuller? Was that it? Wrenchmuller? Yes. I yes. Think so, yes. 
he rolls up in his car with a shotgun yes, in broad daylight in front Tonight. of a sheriff, points the, the sh- the, at a sheriff, points at a sheriff. He's going yes. into essentially what is a bank with said shotgun. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, turns out the gun's not loaded. I'm just going to scare him. Don't be scared. Yeah. Don't be scared. I thought it was going to take a very dark turn. It wouldn't have been awesome if they had. Sheriff blows him away right there. Uh, Plot yeah. twist. So, uh, wouldn't that be illegal? Like, I'm just, I'm going to throw it out there. Wouldn't, if you pointed an, even an empty shotgun at a, at a, at a sheriff, I'm just going to say yeah. he's probably not just going to slap you on the wrist and, and, and put his arm well, around depend, your shoulder. Remember, this is a small town. It depends on the sheriff. Yeah. You think so? Because I'm yes. pretty... And he was small. new. He didn't, he didn't want, he didn't want to... I, I always... That's the... That, that's the... To be the great thing about small town sheriffs and the bad thing about small town yeah. sheriffs because if you have a good sheriff, he will dig into what's going on. If got you it. got a bad sheriff, he got just would have shot like, the like old man. Mon- and, like in Munchies. Yes. <laughs> that's true. Like in Munchies. <laughs> shot point. the guy in the... Like that Eddie. guy in the yeah. face has moved on. Good. Okay, yes. that's fair. That's fair. That would have just drank his soda. But I'm just saying that, that theoretically, or not theoretically, he should yeah, have been. It, technically speaking, I'm pretty confident there's got to be a law in the books that that's illegal. Oh, he'd been. What would have really, if he really wanted to, could have happened is he put the man in jail, took the farm, done. Well, and and also, if you did, you notice how as the the guy comes out that's going to take his farm because that's the whole reason why he rolls up there with a the shotgun is that mm-hmm. is this guy who runs this kind of a farmer building and loan kind of place. Oh yeah, uh, and and he is going to take the farm, right? He's not right. making his payments. He's going to lose his farm. So the the far, the guy comes out the the tycoon guy, whatever. He's the big bad of the, of the I guess of the. Clem Becker. Yeah. yeah, he's a dick. Yeah, total. Guy is yes. horrible. Yeah. And so he comes out, he's talking a bunch of smack. Do you notice how the farmer actually was looking to make find the shotgun shells? Yeah. So he was going to kill him. So this I really was attempted murder. Him. This really was attempted murder. I did yeah, want did him you, to find Did you him. notice that the, 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 the Clem Becker guy, when he's talking to the sheriff, takes a step down and you realize yes, that, he's that was shorter, good. Yeah. Then he steps up again. And that's the one <laughs> thing. I like, you know what? Here's the thing. I, I obviously, all, all, jo- all joking aside, I acknowledge Munchies may not be great cinema, okay? <gasps> I know. I'm willing what? to admit it. Uh, uh, unlike Can't Buy Me Love, I, I may, I'm willing to admit. I'm willing to admit. Should, that, should we hang up, Daryl? Yes. I think we should. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at my hands. I, I, I am so pathetic and desperate that that's all I have. That's all you have. That's all I have. So Munchies, in fact, is not great cinema. That being said, while this not great cinema either... What I like is that in this movie, those little touches, and that I think should be attributed to the director. Like you said, the guy who's the you know trying to show off his bravado steps down, realizes the sheriff is considerably taller and, yeah. and beefier than he is, so he gets back up. And right. the, the farmer just it, it wasn't even nobody else seemed to notice it in the scene, no. but the farmer checking his pockets yes. for the for the bullets, just little moments mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, you know what? I appreciate the attention to detail. That's nice. Yeah. Good, yeah. good, good, good on you, buddy. There are professionals there. Yes. That, that yeah. shows that there were professionals working on the, on the film. Yeah, basically, with, yeah. With the, the, the scenes with Royal Dano works. Yeah. Yes. He was good. He was. Uh, yeah. He really sort of brought – you could see he was actually giving a performance. He wasn't just sort of uh, yeah. phoning it in. Yes. Like, Cause uh, he, yeah. Because he played this actually, so many times. I mean, he could probably yeah. be just in his sleep. Yeah. He's probably typecast, I think. Well, he plays a similar role in Killer Clowns from yeah. Outer Space. Yeah, I he's guess. actually yeah. a farmer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the sort of old, crazy I mean. old coot. Yep. Yeah. Crazy old coot farmer yep. in the, the black and white films. I mean, it's, he's basically working on being the old yeah. crazy coot. If we had more yeah. movies made in that era that involved, say, um, I, I don't know, miners 
or, or you know, people mining for gold. Like you could picture, he would always probably be the guy. Oh, really? You know, yeah. yeah, get away from my gold. You know that, yeah, that yeah. guy. There's <laughs> gold in our hills. Yeah, that's kind of what he played in House Two, the second story. Yeah, his yeah. yeah, Gramps. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, there was actually one line in this movie that made me laugh. Well, two lines. When they're going to, uh, when the whole posse is going after the the aliens, and the the sheriff and his deputy are riding along, and the sheriff says, "This kind of thing isn't supposed to happen in small towns." I moved out here to get away from things like this. Right. And his, dep- and his deputy just looks at him and says, "This happened a lot in Chicago." <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. That was a good line. That was yeah. a good line. That's good. Um, I had one line that I actually really liked too. I think it was when uh, it was when they were doing like the Patton parody. I remember like one of the aliens was like giving his big sp- uh, Patton speech, and yeah. he goes, uh, "Surrender peacefully, so that we may execute you in an orderly, orderly fashion." <laughs> yes. So I thought that was actually <laughs> quite funny. And, and the the one part that really made me bust out laughing is when the little duck kid, the kid in the duck costume, yeah, yeah. when they when he find they do the way they cut when he finds out why. They invaded, oh, yeah. and the way yeah, it cuts, yeah. and it's just him just laughing hysterically. That's oh, all it is. Yeah. It's not him. He doesn't say a word. He's, just, he's just already like just mid. He's already laughing, rolling around, and they're just staring. Because the first they, yeah. they they put it, they they set it up very well. He goes, "You promise not to laugh." Yeah, yeah. Because he already yes. knows it's stupid. Yes, like, yeah. That's he right. Tells him yeah, he's just cracking up. Yes. And he has that look of Han Solo, like it's not my fault. Yeah, yes, yeah. like, like I agree. I know. Not my fault. <laughs> oh, that was good. That that part actually had me laughing. I like all the trick or treating stuff too. I like the Halloween. Yes, they they really was... played up the Halloween setting, which I liked. Yeah, when they were trying to like, we're gonna kill you, human, and and she's like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was just totally oblivious, ignoring them. The damn Listen. car. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they shoot the the weapon out the window. Yeah. Yeah, Those true. Kids. His antennas are like. I. What was the purpose of his antennas? Oh, with the electri- electricity. You, you, you yeah. mean that though? Yeah, but, I, yeah it was but, never. Yeah. It was never acknowledged. It, no, she I, even I, grabbed I, him when he was doing when he was shooting yeah. electricity out. Nothing happened. Oh, a couple other little things about the movie, and then uh, I don't. I, I assume all of you guys have just tons and tons of stuff to cover. <laughs> <laughs> this movie actually has a moment, uh, a, a slight moment of sort of like this bittersweet i'm going to use it again guys poignancy just just a touch just a smidge mm-hmm. just a smidge when when farmer wrench mueller is looking out over his fields he's talking to his dog and i do love the whole thing with him and his dog right i, I, yeah. I like i this. love that dog yeah I that dog was dog. I, that dog was great that dog was great yes, was good. so he just to himself but to the dog just under his breath says why did i have to go and get old and it's the yes. way he says it I feel that every day <laughs> But seriously, but just that, that moment of just realizing he can't keep up with what he used to be able yes. to do and that yeah. it's all falling in around him. And you imagine like his wife has been dead and yeah. it just all this other stuff. I don't know. It just it was so there was a sadness there. And it obviously had to do with Royal Dano and his ability to get that. I'm sure. anybody, yeah. you know, it could have been just a throwaway line. that oh, He cared. did it. He did it. Yeah, I totally understood what he meant. Yeah, it was it was a little it was sad. There was a sadness, a melancholy there that in a movie like this typically you don't have that ever. So uh and the other thing was this movie kinda predict the predicted the future. Just a smidge. Okay. The hover vid. Was that not a straight up modern day drone? Pretty yeah, much it was. I was that, well yeah. you know what that drone was looked like too, right? 
The, oh, oh, uh, oh, 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 you're talking about the big one? That was Empire Strikes Back, dude. That was straight up. Well, yes. even more than that, before that, Star Wars with the drone that made the, when they gave her the needle. It kind of was a little uh, bit. A little bit, but you really might. But on Hoth, the one that lands and then rises up. Oh, yeah. That it, was the same designer. It had to be. Yeah. It's all mm. the same designers. And they, yeah. yeah so. They probably did a lot of movies based on that design. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. But the but the uh, but the other one the, when he when he goes on camera to that little they called it a ho- I think yeah. they called it a hover vid but it was it yeah. reminded me of a freaking drone I was like holy yeah. crap yeah. dude yeah totally I thought oh. and this was made in 1990 when yeah, yeah. that sort of uh, way before it would have been no way out. yeah yeah oh, oh, makes me think an engineer did it makes me think an engineer designed the the thing in the first place it's possible. Like, if you're going to do that, it had to work a certain way. Even if you mm-hmm. don't know all the ins and outs, you know that there's just certain things that would have to be shaped-like to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, speaking about drones, have you seen that clip on the net with the, that looks like the Millennium Falcon? No. No, because if I did, I'd be watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Go search it on YouTube. I think I'm Millennium Falcon drone. All right, I'm writing it down. Oh, if I could have that. By the way, who who yeah. cha- who, cha- who changed the subject? Who changed it? Who changed it? Not Joel. I, I don't Not care. Joel. This is a Millennium Falcon. Okay, that's true. It was worth it. I didn't say it wasn't I worth mean, it. I'm just saying. Looks like Millennium, Millennium Falcon. Does it make noises like Chewie and, and Han and Han? All I know is, am I the only one who cried a little when he said, "Chewie, we're home." Mm. I'm a grown man. I didn't. I, I squ- actually I, I didn't cry. I didn't cry. I squealed like a little yeah. giddy schoolgirl. My kids well, were staring I, at me. I might have skied a little, like ski, like that. <laughs> I might have did that. I went ah, and I hit the the. I don't know what that was, by the way. And I hit the a, table. I'm still a man. I I didn't let it out all the. Way. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, right? So I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Of course. Now, now when the movie happens, I probably. Oh, I don't know. There's apparently some people out there point out it may not be good, Daryl. Uh, it may, will, you know, here's here's. Um, I want to give anybody listening now. If you really truly believe Force Awakens will not be good, I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it awesome. You don't have Dude. to watch all the prequels. Okay, I just want you to go back and go to Attack of the Clones and fast forward to the part where they're frolicking with the Nerf herders or whatever the hell that is that's going oh on there. God. Just watch that. Awful. Just watch that. Anakin, you make then you make ju- me go down a path that I cannot go. <laughs> Je- then jump ahead to Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> At the very end, when Darth Vader, you know, the guy who we should have seen in, in all the black, we should have seen him say, oh, I don't know, starting at least the halfway point of Attack of the Clones. No, no, no. We had to wait to the very butt-ass end, spoiler mm. alert, at Revenge of the Sith, and he stands up, and what does he do? He does one of the most cliched movie things ever. He says, no! So, so, and then, just to make sure you get the point, I want you to go back and find on YouTube and just type in these words. Phantom Menace, Jar Jar Binks scenes, and just watch all of those, and <laughs> then go watch Force Awakens, and then we'll talk. Yeah, yeah, true. that's true. They yeah. don't really have much to compete. Yeah. You know, to, to the bar is so ones. effing yeah. low. It's low. It's low. I'm not saying it's got to be better than the originals because we got nostalgia built in. That's never going to top. You can't replace the feeling we get. All I'm yeah. saying is, my kids are going to grow up with these movies, and I am really happy about that. <laughs> well, I just yeah. want to get to watch them before I die. Yeah, and there's that. Right Are you planning on dying soon? Derek? No, but okay. I just have to see. You gotta it. go. To, you gotta make it to like 2020. Come on, you can do it. I maybe. I don't know. I don't have to get old, Joe. I don't know, yeah. but I love that uh, we have completely I'm derailed this from. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So space so, invaders. So those that were, I'm sure. Feet. Here's the thing. I'm sure everybody listening right now totally wants us to stay focused. 
Yes. On Spaced Invaders. You can do this. And, and, and you know what? The only one who's actually said what if he likes the movie is Heath. Uh. <laughs> and even and even Heath did it like in the, in the nicest way possible. Yeah, like, very like it wasn't total shite. No, <laughs> well, I was trying. He to did just... it masterfully like a Jedi. He did. I, I, <laughs> no, I just wonder. Well, I just sort of wonder how you know you have to adjust your how much you know, sure sort of that's fair. Slack, how much slack you have to give it because it's a kids' film. It's not made you know for adults really. It's no. uh, it's made for kids. Ro- and it's made for a very perfectly for us. Then. Roger <laughs> Roger Ebert Roger Ebert gave it one and a half stars. Okay. And and he it was it, his review was interesting because he didn't just lambast it. You know, some movies he just ripped a new one. Yeah, he yeah. kept saying he, he said something to that effect. Like he wonders if if he was his ten year old self, if he would have felt differently. That because he said all the kids that were in the theater with him seemed to be loving it. So everything his I'm totally paraphrasing here, but everything he found just stupid and trite idiotic etc etc the kids were laughing hysterically and he wondered if the problem wasn't him and i would say yes now he said he also found it distasteful when critics would take their kids to see a movie like that and then review it from the point of view of their kids he said basically why not just pay the kids to write the review (laughs) but but I, i think that i could see a critic doing that because truthfully, this movie is not meant for a 45-year-old, you know, uh, cineast who is just, you know, all foo-foo, only loves indie film. You know, it's not for them. This is for a 12 or to, a, a 10 to 15-year-old tops. That's yeah, who this is for. Munching popcorn. And yes. So, yes. So, yeah, no, but I will have to say, if I – should I go for Go it, for it. Go for it. Right. Oh. Do it. I cannot believe, even though we only talked about this movie for maybe eight total minutes, we're actually past an hour now. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because we can all talk. That's true. It's just, that's it's, that's definitely not a problem. Point <laughs> that there is that. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We we do that a lot, Daryl. Yeah. Stay on point. Yeah. So, have you seen the drone movie yet? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm <looking at> right <laughs> so, Peter, what, what did you, Peter? I feel like you're avoiding avoidance, buddy. No, 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 no. Okay. I kind of. I mean, there's a lot of faults in this, and it's made for kids. But I was never bored watching it. Actually. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it a little bit. So, uh, and I didn't, as uh, he said, I didn't, I remembered the aliens. Mm-hmm. And I I remembered uh, her, the costumes she walked around in. And that's about it. Was she a big fan of Guar, do you think? Because pretty much at the beginning of that movie, I, yeah. I wrote that down. <laughs> I, I put, wow. So she's Guar? like, yeah, Guar. <laughs> you don't remember yeah. Guar? Does he remember yeah. Guar? Okay. Oh. Yeah. yeah, look him up, Daryl. You'll know what I mean. That would be yeah. a lot funnier if you knew who Gore was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I did. Yeah. She, they used to wear these giant, sort of like reject costumes from Road Warrior. Like they were just these, yeah. you know. So, yeah. But her until I realized it was an alien, I'd forgotten about that. That uh, yeah. I totally thought. Uh, I was, that, that's actually all I remember from the movie before okay. watching it again. So it was kind of like watching it anew. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I mean, it, yeah. So it's almost it's, like both you and Heath have have really stressed the point that this movie is totally forgettable. <laughs> no, it's not because it's uh, uh, it's a fun be? romp. I mean, it's it's popcorn munching. Basically, yeah, never... you kind of you kind of kind of you have to set your mind to a certain age. Got it. Uh, Which I could rarely get to. <laughs> you can't remember how. Is that the- I, I well I I was not that type of kid. I watched when I was a kid. I watched totally inappropriate movies most of my childhood, such as like uh, I was into Godfather and got it. Uh, well, 
As horror were we. movies and as were we. Yeah. And uh what was the other one I like? The Al Pacino movies I was watching and it I was Hoo-ah! not really into the really, really, really kid uh, movies. Kitty yeah. films. Like it had to have an adventure in it. Like it had to be stakes in the story for me sure. to be involved. Or else so you're was... more of a Milo and Otis kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> or Come on. You know what? I've would, never seen that. Would the, would the Incredible Journey be a, 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 a more uh, well known? <laughs> or uh, Oh, that one. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ben- Benji, Benji the Hunted. Were you a. Uh... Oh, I did like that. Benji because I like dogs. Yeah, okay. I did like Benji. I did. It was always sad. It always pulled on the heartstrings. It did. Yeah. Always. Yeah. So, uh, you sat there and your, and your mini snuggy and. Yes. With tissues and so yeah. Well, so Daryl, so Daryl, then or should we conclude you hated or did not hate this movie? I did not hate the movie. I did not remember any of this movie. I watched it years ago. I don't. I didn't remember anything. So I didn't remember how all ages and kiddish this movie was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the thing always sits with me is if the kids are annoying or not. If they're written annoying or not. I don't think they were. And they not. were not. Yeah. That's nope. the thing. Like every time, like. I'm watching this movie saying to myself, why don't I hate this movie? Like, there's <laughs> nothing I shouldn't... Usually, I don't even think twice about a movie like this. But I'm sitting here cracking up a little bit. It seems <laughs> yeah. like, with the duck and yeah. the... I'll be your little brother. I'll yeah, be, I'll be your yeah. little brother. <laughs> and Ducky yeah. is running... He's like, oh, he's like, Mom, I'm sorry. I gotta take the crack feet off. He's like, he's just... <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> he's like, he's or just his laugh, though, man, when he's laughing at that alien. Oh, I love that part. Because they don't come off as kid kids. Like, no. They don't come off as annoying kid. Even though she, you know, lied to her dad and went. She's kind of brighter than her father. She really was. Oh, yeah. She yeah. would have been a better sheriff. Brighter than most of the people in this yeah. town. Town would have been blown up if it wasn't for those two kids. Like, they were the ones that kept the town from, from, from being destroyed. Oh, and by the way, don't you just love that? Isn't it Blasney who kind of makes fun of Ducky's speech impediment? Did he yeah. really? Yes, okay. he did. Yes. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, well, he, was, he was talking to him. So I don't, I, he didn't understand what he was saying. Uh-huh. So, Heath, Heath what were you going to say? I thought you, thought you were going to say something about oh, that. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, it was a total like Spielberg uh, sort of scenario where all the kids were the two smartest people mm-hmm. in the town and all the adults were just oblivious to what was going on. And, uh, yeah, the kids sort of had the answers. But you're right. They were just – they were really – not annoying at all. And I wish almost that they had more screen time because in the end, it was kind of moving around so much that yeah, they didn't have was. much screen time at all, really. They were kind of the most likable, interesting characters in the film, human characters at least. Yeah. Which is, which, at the pops. Like, which is it unusual. I, I root for the parents when mm-hmm. you're supposed to, you know, you got you to gotta have rules for your kids. But I was sitting there looking at her like, come on, Dad, let her do it. Let her, <laughs> let her go help the aliens. Stop getting at me. <laughs> Damn it. Just, step, just step aside. Just step aside. She knows what she's doing. Just, just stop hmm. it already with your. That is unusual, though, when you think about it. To have a movie yes. where little kids are in it, and they and they a can act, and b aren't annoying. Yeah, and not even in fact they acted better than a lot of the people in it. Typically, these kind of movies that are aimed at kids, the comedy is very broad and slapsticky mm-hmm. and over the top. Yes. This movie was not egregious it was not no, it was no. not um it was the, the comedy was a little broad but it wasn't as over the top ridiculous just uh you know 
There were a couple of scenes in the beginning, especially where they're like, all right, we have to set up this, this, why she's sad. And I, you already knew, like, when she went in the box. Oh, I knew it. She's yeah. Go, go find it. I knew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's like, all right, I get it. You want to make me feel uh, sad for her sad, it, yeah. early on. But the thing is, she's not an annoying kid, so I'm already rooting for her. It's like, it's, you know, like when she's talking to her father, it's valid questions. She asked yeah. the father kind of like valid kind of questions. I mean, he, <laughs> he, yeah, he, he had to sit back and go, wait a minute. I'm the parent, ain't I? <laughs> why, why are you smarter than me? Yeah, like, when yeah. did this happen? Yeah, yeah. Damn. Did you read books or what? On? Yeah, because he was just a, a doofus. Yeah, like, he wasn't it. Yeah. He started yeah. out like he would be smarter than, than the townspeople. Like, uh, you thought that he'd be from the big city. And he'd be a little bit more patient and and a little smarter and go into the situation without uh, jumping to shoot the aliens or do anything stupid. Um, but as the movie progresses, they seem to dumb him down as the movie yeah. progresses for some reason. It's, it's true. He sort of didn't make much of an impression at all. I almost forgot no. he was in the movie at times yeah. because he was just such a blank slate. You know who you know who would have you know who would have been, in my opinion. Uh, no offense to Mister Barr. But I think who would uh, someone of a similar type that would have probably been more memorable, though I don't know if in this time period they would have been able to get him. Uh, Bruce Boxleitner. Yes. Oh, yeah. Like, can you he picture him? Yeah. Because yeah. There was, he had a charisma to him that I think he still is very much has that clean cut, almost, you know, right. Stepford dad quality to him. Right. <laughs> Whereas, you know, yeah. but, but yet. But he, smarter. Yeah, there's and, and like a humor yeah. to him that I think yeah. would have been good there so i don't he, know he yeah. would have been a little bit more i think he would have been a little uh more stern with her in terms of punishment yes. and stuff but still you he would not have been the mean parent he just would have been like i'm trying to make sure that you're okay and, and plus i think we would have gone back to it and be like oh i totally forgot bruce Boxleitner's in this oh we would have <laughs> talked yeah. about yeah, we would have talked about uh scarecrow and mrs king the whole time Is and that... we went down the line because i've watched the, all of that stuff and and um, why and why is Bring It Back Alive not out on DVD yet? I don't know. Tron. We talk about Tron. We talk about yeah. Him. And Babylon oh, Five. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. I oh, that's love true. Babylon Five so Me much. Too. I, I only, I only, I only ever watched the first. Maybe I think I saw the first or second season. I really liked it, but for some reason, I never if finished. If you like you sci-fi the War? and continuity, I'm telling you, after season one, he. Lit it up like he wrote a story. That's that, Mike. That was or was it J. Michael Straczynski? Or yes, okay. J. Michael. Yes. Mm. He yeah. he literally wrote a story from. It, it's like after season one passed and you got to season two, he was like, "All right, now I have to really get this shit together." Uh-huh. And he That's wrote a coherent story from that to season four, and then tied in why season one was the way it was, even though it was bad. It wasn't that good. He was like, "I'm gonna tell you why it was important and fit <laughs> all of it into the continuity." <laughs> You're Great. making me feel like I need to re, uh, revisit that at some point. I'm telling you, some good stuff. I have all of that. All Babylon 5 and the movies oh, and the, the spinoff on my shelf, of course. Oh. I was going to say, wow, really, Peter? <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, oh, some God. of the best science fiction. I've... Yep. That's awesome. All right. So, so, All right. so, so get, I love that yeah. we not only did we just completely derail, we derailed on a theoretical casting choice. <laughs> it wasn't like, it wasn't like one of the actors from this was in, but they were like, okay, so what if Bruce Boxleitner had been the sheriff? Yeah, but you know what else he was in? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you know, what was so silly about this movie was that there were not really stakes 
really for even though they said no. they pointed out at the very was, end the world might blow up yeah but you still didn't feel like it really mattered because i swear it, hour lasted a very long time like dude they, they i wrote down, down i wrote down in my notes it was an hour and one minute in and i pause it and i looked at it Oh my God! There are forty. At first, I thought this movie was an hour and fourteen minutes. No, no, no. it's an hour and forty-one minutes. And yeah. the, and then when they said, "All right, they only have fifteen minutes left," and <laughs> twenty minutes had passed, <laughs> yes, <laughs> and nothing exploded. I'm like, "What are you? What? what really? Yeah, but what? what, what I mean, the 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 great weapon to have the DOD. I mean, yes. come on." Donut of destruction. The donut yeah. of destruction. It was a yeah. bit lame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's it was. Not, uh, not, uh, not only a little bit. <laughs> the, the, light came back, the light came back when when they found her again, and then Ducky ran and jumped on her. He was like, you're alive! And he just <laughs> yeah. right on her. That was hilarious. Actually, but see, I love that they brought him back into the game without his costume even. Yes. Yeah, I thought you would never get to see his face. Actually, Mia. I thought, oh, yeah, I thought yeah. yeah, you were gonna. That's what I thought gonna, too. It was actually nice to see him. It, it was almost like like the movie. The movie proper was the first hour, and then it they tacked on this like other forty minutes that is technically mm-hmm. part of the movie, but it felt like the story had shifted so much because at that point it's almost like the hour mark. The aliens figure out that their entire thing was a fraud, and now they've just got to survive the drone that's going to wipe them out for making a mistake and uh, i don't know i just it felt as if at that almost like this was meant to be the short film that was a little mm-hmm. less than an hour long and then it just rather than letting them leave at that point we now have 40 minutes of them having to avoid the drone slash get their ship to work and i'm glad they didn't like i thought like usually they do this and the aliens just stay on earth and that's it mm-hmm. like they yeah you know that's what's going to happen they got to hang out with the little with the kids and and all is good and great mm. but that's what i thought they were going to do with this movie and i was surprised by the aliens were like i don't want to stay here like i fuck <laughs> no. you people are, are crazy i'm out of here i'm not staying <laughs> yeah. on earth they really wanted to leave and even <laughs> yeah. when and even i mean even when they helped her out and all this kind of stuff they didn't go too far in the touchy feely stuff. No, they didn't. A, a little, nope. although, I, although there was that marginally creepy moment where she has the conversation with the cute little robot thing. Which, speaking mm-hmm. of Spielberg, totally reminded me of. Uh, for some reason, I know it didn't look exactly like them, but batteries not included. Like it just yeah, had yeah, that quality. Yeah, 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 yeah. very similar. And, and so, but she has this moment where he has to get on the ship, and she's like, "We're different." You know, I'm, I'm, I'm. Uh, what'd she say? I'm an organism. Yeah, it's like that's right. Does he like? Are they? Is she breaking up with him? Yeah, I I thought it was like a cute little like. Okay, you're like my puppy. I didn't think of it as uh, he he wanted to get with you. And it Mm. better have been that, or else I'm gonna kick that little thing's ass. (laughs) But I'm saying, wasn't that weird? Was that kind of a weird moment? It did. Like, what do you? It was. Basically, the alien was like, "Get a room here. Get this like, communicator. Get a room." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's like, um, "Dude, she's like ten. What?" Yeah, like, strange. yeah. It was and very. I thought odd they moment. were gonna leave it there. 
things are nasty. Yeah. I just, it, it was just creepy. Like, I didn't get, I didn't get it. It did with the little whistles and stuff. Yeah. It was like her response did make me go, wait, what, hold up. What's going on? And what was up with that communicator? It had like the little party favor thing at the that's end. That's exactly that we, what it had. That's completely uh, stupid. Yeah, that's I, I feel like I've seen that one. That, that It did look familiar to me too, but yeah. I didn't know if it was just from I this movie and it was buried in my subconscious or. Yeah. It, it might be. Yeah. It, it did. It did have that. Recycled some props. Wait, recycled some props is a good point. We've all been kidnapped by the same alien. (laughs) That's what it is. So that's why it hurts. Okay. Oh, it it hurts you? Oh, it hurts all the time, especially when it rains. Yes. So so do we determine, okay, so so for both Heath, Peter, and Daryl loved it, perhaps the greatest film from 1990. (laughs) Is Is that the conclusion? Okay. Well, Goodfellas uh, came out that year too. Oh, yeah. okay, it's Goodfellas, like, and then this one. Yeah, it was sure. it pretty much. Uh, it's it's well, look, uh, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, I think even that holds up better. Um, I must yeah, admit, for, um, yeah, yeah, I, I do think that the power family film, yeah, a, the first power. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember much about that actually. I remember I remember Lou Diamond Phillips as a cop, and I seem to remember there was like some kind of either Satan worship. Was he a yeah. Satan worshiper? Yeah, or like serial killer. Serial killer was like possessed or something, and yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's, that's, all, that's all. all I, yeah, that's, that's all I remember. All I remember though. Yeah, was it? Yeah, yeah. have to revisit a lot that of those one. movies. Have to revisit that one. So, for, so should I say how I feel? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> I, should, I can't remember what there was one. I, Peter, was it one that we did where I managed to avoid completely? Like, I can't I remember what that was. I feel like there was a movie that we did not so long ago where I realized like, after it was done, I never even said how I really felt about it. I don't remember what it was. Oh, uh, you might have. I don't I have to go back and listen to all of the episodes. So so this this movie came out in 90. I was about was like 14, 8th grade. It's, it's sort of when I, again, was going into my full-blown, I love horror movies, starting to love horror movies a lot, and, you know, mm-hmm. getting Fangoria, and, you know, going to the video store and renting a ton, but I pretty much anything that came out at that time period, too, that had any connection to special effects or anything, although this is, I don't know, I guess, yeah, I mean, 14, I mean, is a PG movie, I would have probably, I wasn't, I mean, for Christ's sake, I saw Leprechaun opening weekend. Uh, I, I wasn't discriminating, is my point. Yeah. And I, I, I just... I'm surprised that even my 14-year-old self wouldn't have thought this was a little juvenile, and maybe I did. I don't have any memory of how I felt about it mm-hmm. afterwards, and it very well may have been that at that time, I liked the movie Dead Heat a lot, Warlock had come out, and I was a big fan of the, like those kinds of movies, so I may have been aware enough of the guy who directed this or read something about him. It, it, even Fangoria or Starlog or something may have mentioned this, which is probably why yeah, I would have gone probably. and seen it. So, that being said... I had this slight nostalgic twinge for the movie. I didn't. I feel like I followed in the Daryl camp. Like I felt like I really should hate it. I did start to nod <laughs> off a couple times. I lay in a bed watching it, and I'm like, "Yeah, this. I cannot believe this thing is an hour and forty minutes." And dear God, is this a long hour and forty minutes? <laughs> so, and and I feel as if it was one that had I watched it with my kids. It would have been more tolerable, and in hindsight, I could have because it really there's nothing, and I mean it's barely PG. Uh, I probably the only thing that I, I in hindsight am glad is because afterwards my kids would have just been running around calling each other you know stupid moron for the next two hours. That's what these aliens do throughout the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be like, stop calling your brother stupid. Um, 
but other than that, yeah, there's nothing in this movie offensive at all, uh, no. and and so minus the little creepy robot part. <laughs> but oh, uh, that? Uh, yeah, and I like the little nuances. I actually think the acting in this is way better than it, the movie probably should have expected. Sure. Okay, <laughs> mm. I think it was. I mean, I think especially from the main cast. Like, I think you know, sheriff guy aside. I mean, he was he's a TV actor, and you know, I don't think he was bad in the role or anything. Um, and I honestly, I don't know, they had that much to do. Uh, you know. And the deputy guy, which I can't remember the actor's name, but I've, he's another one who was familiar to me. And Fred, App- Fred Applegate. Yeah, he was. Fam- he's familiar, and I, and yeah. I he's one of those guys that, again can't quite place what I know him from. And I knew him court? from. Yeah, I knew oh. him from. Like, he wasn't an episode of Seinfeld too. He played George's boss in an episode, oh, and okay. there was the one that George oh, yeah. like, slips him the slips him the Mickey uh, where he's going to put something in his drink. He was just this really oh, horrible boss. Okay. I, I, re- I feel like in my gut it was whatever I'm remembering it from was something along the lines of Space Invaders. In that it was maybe some horror comedy, sci-fi comedy, high, like something else. He may have been. I don't know. It's just like, that's what my <laughs> sense memory is. It could be completely wrong. But yeah, he, he was why, good, and he was, and he because he again his character in usually in a movie like this. If we go back to Munchies again with Eddie, like he would have played that character is usually played very broad and very just sure. over the top goofy. And he really, I mean, he was a little bit like that, but he wasn't overdone. It wasn't no, to the point of being obnoxious, tongue in cheek. Yes, yes. yes. So uh, all that being said, and again, uh, overall, like I mean, Royal Dana was great. The, Ariana Richards and, and Ducky were both fantastic. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I mean, it was surprising to me how much I didn't hate it. That being said, I don't, it's not a great movie. No, 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 no. Actually, going into this, I thought this is going to be painful, but it was. That's what I thought. I think so too, yeah. because I literally said to my wife, I said, this is the only movie. I'm actually like of all the ones we picked. Well, we I, I picked oh, uh, for yeah. for this yeah, thing. Like you tried to slide uh, yeah, you like that we the royal we. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, I where I had that twinge of holy crap. I I'm not saying Heath. I was hoping you were going to bail on me. <laughs> I was told because if you did, I was going to be like Heath. You could join us for the next one, buddy. But if you'd bailed because originally originally there was someone else that was going to be able to join us, wasn't able to do it. And I was like, okay, well he couldn't do it. I wonder if Heath will have to. Maybe I should hold off on watching this <laughs> until I know. If I was like, oh no, I'm going to do my oh, job and yeah. watch. No, I was looking forward to going back to it because I did see it back in the day, yeah. and yes. I was curious to revisit it because it was a film I remember not hating. I mean, I didn't remember a single thing about it, so I didn't <laughs> have any good or bad memories of it. Gotcha. So I always like to go back and revisit those sure. films I saw back in the. But did you watch it back in the in when it first came I out? Think I think I'm, I'm I am virtually positive I saw this at the theater. I remember the and oh, wow. I, in the trailer even when I and that was the reason why it popped in my head because when I was doing research to say okay this year I want to do you know, all movies that have at least some connection to Halloween though I'm still trying to figure out if the Changeling did according to Wikipedia it did but I'm trying to remember was there a single Halloween scene in the Changeling I don't think so but it, that was one of the ones I was like okay whatever we'll go with it. at least it's a good movie yeah and, but it's, it's fall it is it's a very fall yeah. type movie yeah yes. but but uh, that being said this one was listed I was like oh that's right it does take place during Halloween and as soon as and I hadn't seen the trailer in years watching the trailer like several of the moments like them in the car with the lady uh, mm. uh, the die or scum those moments the little rope there was a couple key things from this movie that I actually as soon as I saw that I remembered um, I remembered Ariana Richards was in it when I saw the trailer again but it was I had completely forgotten that and, and so but yeah I'm 99.9% sure I saw this when it came out 
Uh, again, though, like you, I don't, I didn't remember like even how I felt. And typically, like a movie, even a movie that I know now as an adult was not a great movie. As I can remember as a kid having some kind of affection for it, a la Munchies. <laughs> you know, I was twenty two when this was released. God, you were old. Wow, I was still in eighth grade. I still saw it. Uh, yeah, Weird. I I oh, I you know what? I found a Babylon 5 connection. Mm-hmm. Wayne Alexander, the guy who plays Vern. Okay. Uh, you know, the the, guy, the one that uh, Captain Bitto turned up, yeah. to play. Yeah. Yep. He was in Babylon 5. Don't know what he played, but he was in Babylon 5. Okay, see, so, you know, we oh, don't wow. feel so bad about our ridiculous tangents. No. <laughs> <laughs> that, he did look familiar. That's, why I, I, that's why I wanted yeah. to mention it. He was kind of cool, though, in this movie. I kind of like yeah. Okay, now hold on. This came yeah. out in April of 1990? I'm trying to think. Hold on. Mm-hmm. 19, 19. Yeah, it was April 27th. Was I in the 8th grade or 7th grade? I'm trying to remember. April 27th. You know what? I wonder, I, I must. Yeah, you know what? I think that would have been 8th grade. Yeah, because it was in 9th grade, 1991. Okay, yeah, it was. Okay. Tail in 8th grade. So you were old, Peter, is where we're going with this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was figuring you were getting to that. No, I, I yeah, I didn't hate hate it this time around. I just, it's definitely a movie that is not meant for almost forty year old men, right? Or women, no. or <laughs> it's, I, I don't it, think it is. I, I definitely feel that this was like you said, guys. This is a movie meant for ten yeah. to fifteen year olds, and 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 it can't be sophisticated ten to fifteen. No, because I think had to be like me. Polis, at they 14. would pick it apart like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've like, seen yeah. virtually anything. I mean, and it's. It's it's a relatively non-offensive movie that takes place during Halloween. Yeah, I say younger. I, I'd say it was it, for under ten. Yeah, yeah, eight. Yeah, like my I think my my eight year old almost because he came in when um, I'm trying to was it the drone part when the one that looks like it's from Empire Strikes Back some part mm-hmm. and the first thing I'm like that's awesome. So yeah, <laughs> like totally <laughs> the demographic. Uh, and so I guess there's that part of me that does feel like I don't want to lambast it. Because it's not like it's not a good poorly made movie. I mean, it's not like a movie where it's inept. There's not. It's technically proficient. If I had to babysit, <laughs> yes, and I had to yes. worry about what I can put on the TV yes. while we're playing. Like, yes, we're, you know, if I'm playing, we're playing with the kids. I would put this on because it's enough that if we're not paying attention to it, it's not a big deal. Yes, but there's not going to be anything on that screen that I got to go. Oh shoot! I got to get the remote and change the channel. Like I don't yeah. have to worry about it. Yeah, and Donnie won't scold you. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I was gonna, and I was gonna say that it's not as offensive the other direction, sort of like a Barney situation, where you know there's not going to be a thing when it comes oh. to the content, but it's right. so grating and annoying that you want to just claw yeah, your no own songs, eyes out. No yeah, yeah. Stuff. No, so it's like you can tolerate right. it. It's not Garbage Pail Kids the movie, which actually uh-huh. you wouldn't want to do that for content either. Uh, but I'm just saying. <laughs> no. But it's but it's also it's kind of innocuous. It's just it's right. yeah. eh, It's mildly entertaining. I think it was the innocence of this movie that really just made it tolerable. The fact that it was so, it was kind of innocuous and yeah, very innocent and sweet mm-hmm. in, in parts so that just made it very, I mean, even though I didn't love it, I just still, it was, it was easy to watch because it just had a, a, a certain sweetness to it. I yes. think, and affection for old sci-fi. Yes. Well. It, it's yeah. heart is in Definitely. the right place. Yeah. It's heart is it in was. the right place. I think that's the it's best reminiscent, reminiscent of the, the sci-fi movies. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. Kind of, that, I think that's why. I often just think maybe the budget. I mean, three million dollars. It's not. It's not a. I mean, it is a pretty small budget even for back back then. I wonder, yeah. you know, if the if the director had a bit more of a budget, if it could have been a bit more elaborate, yeah. and they could have done a few more things. I wonder maybe he looked, limited. It looked it heavily looked edited. Yeah, it did. Yeah, 
Like they were, it looked like the journey with the that the aliens took when they go trick or treating to being wandering around the town. It looked like there was a lot of cutting and moving things around to make it uh, that threw it off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, maybe they they blew the budget on the spaceships and stuff like that. Because the <laughs> beginning of it was did look a little. I mean, if you think about it, with three million dollars, that that beginning scenes of those ships and stuff that looked kind of expensive at that yeah. time. It, yeah, yeah, but even even the whole uh, uh, near the end, where they're trying to to to, la- to blast off the planet. I mean, the ship starts yeah. and it lands, and it, that was a joke. It, it, it kind of looks good, but yeah. yeah, that was a joke that ran long. So. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I know. It was, it's like it's yeah. funny the yeah. first yeah. eight times good. it happened. It, <laughs> yeah, but it looked good. I mean, it, 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 they made it, they made the the model look heavy. Yes, which mm-hmm. makes me think. Which makes me think that yeah, they killed some money. Like they really went through <laughs> just, more just money in that sequence. Money. Just yeah, mm. mm-hmm. yeah. Every dollar was up on screen for sure. Like yes. the three million. Yes. Yeah, every yes. dollar was. Yes. Uh, he made the most, and you could see he had maybe a special effects background because yeah, the effects were very. Uh, they were sort of clunky, but uh, in a, lo- a sort of really enjoyable way that they were looked looked a bit sort of silly, but at the same time they were, had a charm to them. I think mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it's the movie. So, so to to wrap this bad boy up, we say Spaced Invaders, the second best movie of 1990 behind Crazy People. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So he it's worth it's worth remembering. Mm. Yes, it is worth remembering. We'll say yeah. that. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I love how we also wait, wait. I love how we all do like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. Uh, Heath, where uh, do you have any place that people can find you? on the interwebs do you have a no anything you want no, to i don't actually I, I i don't really uh sort of have anything on at the minute so but i will have to you know where you need to go but something you, you do i've heard for this sure. myspace thing is huge <laughs> <laughs> peter was MySpace. peter was just telling me about myspace i hear that wow. thing is going to blow up it is so <laughs> you should yeah I'll, I'll look into that for next time and uh, and uh, <laughs> have something because uh yeah i'm sure um or that fr- or friend to- face your friend face <laughs> have to like, get in on that yeah but, yeah yeah so any of that stuff i know well of course you have your your uh your wonderful uh reviews that you've written so i mean yes. you, have, you have anything yes, you want to you want to pimp out or you want to uh well still just doing some some just reviews for websites in australia so um yeah but um it just sort of uh movies here and there and everything so, so yeah very so good. are you saying that these websites are only accessible to australians Ah no. <laughs> well, it's just uh it's there's a website called Right Now uh in rightnow.com.au. So if you go to that you should be able to find some reviews that I've written on there. So okay. um yeah, very uh very 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 exciting. Not so much uh old sci-fi movies or old 90s movies which I'm I'm a bit annoyed they don't get me to write some more reviews. It's more of uh cultural events I guess in in Australia and movies in Australia, but um yeah, I always love I always love talking about the older films better more than the new stuff I find. And it's sort of even revisiting this one, I love that era of movie. I mean, I love '90s and '80s movies, so I sort of it still had a nostalgia to me, to me, even though I couldn't remember seeing it back in the day. Sure, this one still had a nostalgia, like remembering the video and uh, mm-hmm. remembering just video shops, you know, oh, yeah. really themselves. Like I just remember seeing the cover for this on the shelf all the time. It's sort of it's sad almost to think that they don't exist anymore. Very very sad. Yep, I I concur. Peter, stop crying. 
Yeah. And, and, <laughs> so when you said real quick, the website name was right now as in uh, right. right now, like the Van Halen song or right now yes. as in do your work and write it down. W-R-I-T. Uh, yeah. R-I-G-H-T. Okay. So yes, right now. So okay. Um, okay. yeah, if you check out that, you should be able to find a few uh, pieces that I've written on there. So right, that'd cool. be fantastic. Awesome. Yep. And of course, Peter, I hear you've written a few things. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm working on stuff yes yeah, i promise well you better damn it or i'm gonna cut your pay in half uh forgot flicks.com <laughs> forgot, forgot com is is yeah. where uh peter Real work, then. yes Ooh. indeed so uh yes peter has all the wonderful retro reviews on there and and mm. daryl mm. i know this is the first podcast you've ever done yes <laughs> you've done fantastic you're you're no, really you. you're really turning out to be a real pro. No, seriously, he has like about eighteen thousand podcasts. Not that many. Okay, seventeen six. Four thousand eight hundred and seventy <laughs> something on the site. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah, I, maybe. I, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Uh yeah, so Daryl has the Taylor Network of Podcasts. Yes. I was worried that I'm gonna say it wrong. Like Taylor Podcast Network. But you never do. Do you, do, you, do you, is Taylor Podcast Network not available? Uh, you should get that. That would be a good one. I just know Taylor Network, Network of Podcast yes. was available. See, see, now you're you're getting confused there, right? Yeah, he just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of Taylor. Wait, I don't know my own go. domain name. Shut up. Have you done to me? Okay, well, it's linked on the show notes to uh, uh, all all the episodes that Daryl has been in, certainly for the Spooky Flicks Fest, along with maybe a snarky joke from me. Next to said link. Uh, and uh, it's also mentioned at the end of the show. So uh, thank you, gentlemen, all. And, of course, the final, the non-penultimate, the after-penultimate episode, the final episode of the 2015 Spooky Flix Fest is coming up. It will be Halloween 3, yeah. Season of the Witch. Tom Atkins, folks. Mm-hmm. Tom Atkins. Yeah. So, so does anybody have any any final, 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 final words? Happy Halloween, Big Bane. For even more Spooky Flicks Fest fun, please visit ForgottenFlicks.com and subscribe in iTunes. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the use of his music through a Creative Commons license. And a very special thanks to all of our guests. If you'd like to learn more about them, please go to the show notes for this episode at ForgottenFlix.com forward slash Spaced Invaders. And be sure to have a safe and happy Halloween.